are now listening to an exclusive interview only on uclaradio.com. Hello everyone, welcome to uclaradio.com. My name is DJ Anna and I'm joined with a very special guest today. Yay, it's me. <laughs> Do you want to introduce <laughs> yourself? Uh, my name's OK from San Diego. Ooh, San Diego. That was actually going to be my first question. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Where actually, I'm from? <laughs> yeah. Because um, actually I did a bunch of research and I saw you're from San Diego. Yep. And I'm actually from San Diego too. Really? What part? Yeah. I'm from, you probably don't know. Do you know Rancho Bernardo? I do. Do you know Forest Ranch? I don't know Forest Ranch, but I know yeah. Rancho Bernardo. Yeah. I'm like right near Forest Ranch. Cool. I'm Chula Vista. So like south, south, Ooh. south. Right by Tijuana. Well, I yeah. have a bunch of friends that live there, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. They were probably there for, like, papas and beer and all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So you lived in San Diego for how long? Um, My whole life. I'm actually born and raised. Uh, really? I moved out here to L.A. about uh, four, four or five years ago now. That's yeah. awesome. So you're liking it in L.A.? Yeah. I mean, I'm never here. I'm always touring. But, you know, this is a nice home base, you know, because yeah, totally. there's so much, uh, so much going on, you know, within mm-hmm. the music industry. And just, like, real life, I think there's a lot of... A lot of busy bodies out here totally, so yeah. it, you know i feel at home with that i feel like i'm always being productive always working and, yeah. you know where i live i live in like downtown so it's always busy and loud so Lots it you know there. it fits me perfectly when i get back i think for it to be too quiet would be like a lot for me because i travel change. so much yeah. yeah i'm always at airports always loud noises so you know to be kind of in the medium of that it's like yeah. oh it's cool yeah, That's so really cool. living out here is a lot different than San Diego for uh, sure. Yeah, for sure. If anyone's from San Diego, it's <laughs> right, like very right. calm all the time. Oh, totally. Too calm. So do you see yourself staying here? Um, For the time being, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of work to do. And, and this is like years down the line before I, I, I move away from here. But, you know, I have my places in mind of like retirement already. Like, oh, already? Yeah, I might think of Nashville, <laughs> uh, Nashville. Portland, you know, certain places that have resonated with me. Like, oh, on a more like spiritual level when I go there, I'm like, oh, oh God, really there's cool. music everywhere. Oh, there's like, you know, mm-hmm. certain like the kindness that people have in like the South or like in oh, Portland, yeah, yeah. there's like a lot of art, a lot of creatives. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- right now I'm making those decisions, I guess now for later, but I still have a lot of time here in, yeah, in LA totally. for sure. <laughs> That's really exciting. Yeah. So um, who slash what made you want to start an EDM? Cause I feel like with music, it's kind of just like people just start singing or yeah, like yeah, instruments. Yeah. So I come from a like a lot of jazz background, but okay. when I was in high school, I was like super into death metal, and I was like, yeah, really? go to mosh pits and like <laughs> you know go to like sh- hardcore shows and like mm-hmm. fight people for fun. You know, it was oh. lit. Um, <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't condone violence, but like <laughs> it, when you're a teenager, you're like I just want to get it out. Yeah, of My course, you got that anger. Yeah, it's great. I mean, when I was fighting people, but I was like <laughs> fighting the air. Um, so I come from that background, mm-hmm. and um, so I started in a band, you know, and I was a drummer, and you know, I was putting a lot of the music together in the band. Oh, cool. So I was more of like the the band coordinator, um, and the music, you know, I was kind of like making the music as I went. Yeah. But um, it came to a point where I I realized that I had a lot more you know, passion for it than most people did yeah. around me. I was like, people did it for a hobby. I did it because I really wanted it to be my life. That's really Which, cool. you know, That's you learn special. to set, yeah, you yeah. you learn to figure that out real quick. You're like, dang, I like this way more than the people most around people me. Do. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I learned to 
that was around the time it was 2010 when I graduated high school. So I okay. learned a little bit about dance music around that time, like Dead Mouse and Cascade, yeah, and like totally. a lot of the heavy hitters at the Swedish House Mafia. Um, so I was like, hey, that's just one person up there. Oh, that's. I started, you know, YouTubing like, how do they make music? And there's just one person in the in the computer. Yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, I can do that. You can do awesome. it. Yeah. So you know, I gave it a shot, and I learned a little bit about the music. So I did my studying, you know. Just like anything you have to study. So I was listening to a lot of the music, how it was set up, how it was made, what stood out to me, and how do I make that a part of the music that I was making? Yeah. Basically, how do I take my favorite elements and put them all in one song together to so make it sound good? So you were inspired by those Exactly. People? Oh, totally. By a lot of people. You know, and I learned a little bit about dubstep pretty early on, like the UK okay. grime dubstep. <laughs> and, you know, just kind of, it was a lot different then than it was now. But, yeah, of course. You know, um, those are the elements that I took to create music the way I wanted to and to fit into the dance music scene was, you know, a little bit of, you know, inspiration from other people. And then how do I make this sound like myself and not anybody else? Yeah, so that's, that's really what cool. I learned a little later on. But okay. when I first started, I was like, oh, yeah, let me just like understand what this music is. That's really cool. Yeah, so yeah. you knew that from was it before graduating after like it was right after graduation um high school graduation i started going to college uh, i went to community college for a couple semesters because i was actually going to school for graphic design and web design that's really cool yeah so you know i was i was doing a lot of that um so i took those things that i learned with me okay. because you know after that i learned how to make my own logo i learned how to make my own cover art awesome. you know i took the the things that i learned in school all my assets and put him back into my music so, so well did come in it handy. did very much you know there you go. and um although i didn't like end up finishing college it took me just about just around the same time to like okay you know i didn't get my first big opportunity until like 2014 and i've been doing it since 2010 so that's like four or five years yeah, almost all you know? building up yeah so it was about you know the, the amount of time i was studying like on instead of homework i was like literally <laughs> on a laptop Making all day it. like looking at tutorials and like that's trying really to figure cool. stuff out you know so that was um, one of the bigger things that like I learned how to do, you know, early. And I was like, okay, well, I guess it's time to like run with what I have and yeah. you know go into it like full time. And that's totally. like when I you know left school and you know I got opportunities to travel and I got opportunities to play shows and you know money started coming in and you know I became comfortable so and exciting. yeah, and it made it easier for me to make music all the time because I wasn't stressing. You know? <laughs> Oh, my pay bills. Yeah, you know, it was just yeah. like fun, natural. Yeah, like what you yeah, were supposed of course. To be doing. Yeah, I was living at home, like with my parents, until you know I was comfortable. But that's what you know it took for me. You know, like two, three years of like living at home, like working, and then boom, like it happened where I was like, all right, moving to LA. And how <laughs> were your parents about this? Like, were they supportive? Uh, they were. Yeah. How did they feel about you dropping? They were not or leaving college. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was tough, but I gave them the ultimatum. I was like, "Look." Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the other way around. I said, "That's how much I believed in myself." I was like, "That's important." Give me one year. Okay. And if I can figure this out in one year, if I can't figure this out in one year, I'll go back to school. And I set that. You know, I set the I, I set those standards, and I said yeah. that's what. Five months later, I'm on my first world tour. So, That's you know, amazing. It's, Congratulations. Yeah, thank That's you. awesome. <laughs> but, you know, it took a lot of like going out and, and meeting people. And, yeah. you know, I was driving back and forth from San Diego, San Diego to L.A., which is like what? Two, 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 <laughs> two hour and drive. Hours, yeah. yeah. So I was doing it's that every drive. weekend. Wow. You know, I was doing that every week just to like get my face out there, get my name out there, mm -hmm. talk to people, become, you know, just 
oh yeah you know familiar face around yeah. you know the neighborhood and um in the scene you know i was going to clubs where i saw other producers almost in my like kind of range yeah like playing shows like all right how do i get there so you know i went and i asked That's literally really cool. it came it came it became that easy awesome you know, so so you back to like the inspiration so you named like studio south mafia Dead yeah Mouse. who's mm-hmm. like the biggest one the one that stands out to you the most i was like i really took a lot from this specific group or like person. Oh man. Um I mean I loved a lot of the Dutch house stuff that was coming out. So like a lot of Afrojack and things like that. But I think my biggest inspirations were were definitely Diplo. Um, oh, that's like the really old cool. Diplo. Like, you know, when he was doing a lot of the stuff with Rai Rai and yeah. you know, when the Mad Decent block parties were like super young and fresh. Mm-hmm. Um the thing that he taught me the most was uh it's okay to you know uh learn from different cultures and and put that into the music you know because he was yeah he was you know he's from philly and he like you know he runs around and like he goes to jamaica and he goes to like different places and he learns about the culture and then puts yeah. it back into his music and Very i was like cool. oh that's something that you know i can do with my past and like things mm-hmm. that i grew up with like i can put my metal stuff in dance music <laughs> oh i can put you know um stuff i learned from jazz like yeah. you know thief is like one of my biggest records you know, I love jazz music, so the sax was perfect. You know, yeah. I can. It's okay to be influenced by you know different places you. and different you know, you know, people. And mm-hmm. how do, how do I bring that into my own music? So that was like him for sure was one of my biggest influences. Crookers, um, yeah. There's a lot of names. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So sure. you got to work with Diplo. Yeah, I did for remixes of an Avicii song. Avicii, yeah, yeah. You make me. How was that? What was it like it was working awesome. with someone that inspired you so much? It was an interesting experience uh, in, in a good way because, one, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I was, was just it like, like a nice I just got a DM. It was like, yo, let's work on some music. Let's, I got this that stuff. That must have been insane. Yeah, it was really cool. You know, um, and I actually saw him not too long ago. We were at Coachella together. Yeah, so we were say. just chatting for a little bit and catching up. Um, it, was, it was really cool because... One, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Two, mm-hmm. it was like Avicii, which is like you know one of the biggest artists at that yeah. you know at the time. Um, so I, I was really you know like honored, really first of all, That's and two like it was nice to put our our styles together mm-hmm. and like putting that forward and be like, hey, like you know this is what it should be. It should be a yeah. little bit of what's happening in the clubs and a little bit of like melodic and how do I you know blend these two? So that was like my first you know, chance to learn how to blend projects and like make trap, not just like drops and like hip hop, yeah. you know, vocals. And it's like, all right, well, let's make this melodic and with, you know, Avicii melodies and then like yeah. go into some club trap stuff. So that kind of like pushed, like propelled me forward to making more melodic stuff later on, Very you know. Cool. So, okay, thinking of like Diplo Avicii right. and then <laughs> your name, okay. Yeah. Where do you come up with the name, okay? Like, how um, did you <laughs> I land mean, on all, that one? All of them were taken. All the other names were <laughs> taken. Um, you know, it's a good day to be okay. I think it just came from a little bit of the music that was coming out at the time. Uh, I There was a tagline I heard. It was from Cry Mob, Stilettos. I don't know if you know that song. I don't. We rock a stilettos, <laughs> ho! Um, it's an old song. Yeah, no. It's an old song. It's like early 2000s. Um, but... At the end of the vocal, it just says, okay, like super loud. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, this laps. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yo, this is hard. So I ended up using that because, um, you know, I, I knew some artists were like doing radio shows and like stuff. And I was thinking ahead 
like, well, if I want to do like different things, like this and that, I want to like be able to tag myself in that. Kind yeah. Of thing. So that became the tagline for OK. And like, boom, OK happened. So like the like, two O's. The two that... O's. Search optimization. It's key. <laughs> if you are, if you're making a DJ name, make sure you can search optimize it. Otherwise, if you just it's going like, to be really okay. difficult. Yeah. yeah you know, it's going to be come. hard to find you. You know, you'd have to look up OK Trap Artist. And that's yeah. like, that like takes away a lot of people like, you know, finding you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think search optimization, I think is a big key. That's something I learned pretty easy. Um, and I learned that in school too. Um, <laughs> with web, coming back again. Yeah, really, back back for the win. So, you know, I learned that in business classes and like stuff okay. is like, you know, making something that's optimized. Yeah. You know, something that's easy, easy to, to find. find. Exactly. So I learned that and yeah, I went with it. About that really time cool. I was like, all right, well, I have nothing to lose because I had nothing to gain, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. So you had your old DJ names, Space Wolf, Equinox, Leisure. Oh my goodness, Leisure. so bad. <laughs> those weren't, those didn't really work out? No. Search <laughs> optimization, <Clearly> baby. <laughs> okay, very Equinox is a car and like a gym. Yeah, I think so it's a gym. So that's already There's like, one near here. that's like three you're going to have to go through before you even get to very your, true. you know? And then what was it, Leisure? That's a, another band already. And then like. Space Wolf? Is that something I don't, already? I have no idea. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Really like it's, it. it sounds like, it just sounds bad. <laughs> Okay, that ma yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. So besides music, what would you say are your other hobbies? I play a lot of video games. I'm not video sure if that's a hobby. That's more of just like an activity. That like, could be a hobby. Could be people, hobby. people do that for a living. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People do. Like Anyone Twitch and stuff. specific or any game? In uh, I play a lot of Overwatch right now. Um, Apex Legends is fun. Uh, playing Final Fantasy 15 again, and I just got a Switch, my third Switch. Really? I got three Switches. <laughs> what happened to the other two? Yeah, I I lost one. The other one got stolen. No. So. What? Yeah, it was on bus tour. I was oh. like on a bus, and like someone forgot to lock the door, Lame. and then they came in and took my sauce. I was like, dang! <laughs> come on, man! Out of everything in your tour bus, they took. That. They could. They took the coolest thing I had. I was like, yo, this is whack. Why do you gotta do me like that? Dang. But uh, yeah, playing a lot of video games. I um I paint. Um, it's nice, very yeah. relaxing. Yeah, I have a, you know, I live in a giant warehouse space, like loft. So like, okay. I have a lot of like sections of my place. Like mm -hmm. I have a corner that's like, oh, I have an easel and I can paint and I can do things and I can like, oh, I have a, gra you know, a table for just web and graphic design yeah. and like, you know, making, you know, art and stuff, mm -hmm. um, computer art. And then I have my studio and then I have my video games and all that stuff. So like I have sections of like when I want to do certain things around my house. Yeah. So that's a lot of my hobbies is like things I do in every corner. <laughs> it's all really creative. Things. Yeah. All creative stuff. Um, Non-creative things. Oh, man. Let's see. Reading. <laughs> do you? I no. read. I actually, oh. I brought a book. Really? Yeah. It's called. Let's see if I can pull it out right now. It's called. I just picked this one up yesterday, actually. That's really cool. It's called The No BS Guide or Business Strategies. Oh, No BS uh, Business Strategies to Evolve Your Creative Business. So Brutally it's something honest. to do with creativity still. Yeah, Emily Ruth Cohen. So it's about like, um, yeah, business strategies. That's really cool. But like super, it's just it's super really in colorful. your face. It's yeah, it's read. really in your face. Um, but that's going into, I guess not a hobby, but my, my next activity would be I'm working on my label right now, so really, That's yeah. Really cool. So any anyone who's listening to this, who's aspiring musician or artist, okay, promo at Gmail. Send me music. Yeah, for sure. We I'm can... always listening. <laughs> yeah, I saw actually you tweeted. Yeah, going through your Twitter, yeah, I saw so... you tweeted that a lot. That's mm -hmm. really cool that you're interacting with your fans so much. Yeah, 
Could that I'm, be another I'm tr- hobby I mean, of I'm yours? Trying. Yeah, that's a hobby. Oh, I have another hobby that's not creative, sort of. I have a puppet. I have a, like a puppet that, you know, you like stick your hand in and like talks. Yeah, and totally. So it, it looks just like me. And so I don't know if anyone knows this, but um, I have three other friends and we call ourselves the Benches. So okay. it's uh, other artists. It's Kazo, Yultron, and um, Dot Com. And basically, like, we go around and, you know, we... We're always hanging out, so we're always mm-hmm. like Snapchatting and like Instagram storying ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just it people it just stuck with people. We just call each other Bench. Oh, hello, Bench. <laughs> and so like people like have tattoos of it now and stuff. Really? Yeah. So we played EDC together. That's so cool. Yeah, we like closed out all of EDC on wow. Sunday, and it was like oh my god, it was like Life thirteen thousand, fourteen thousand people. That is insane. Yeah. Um. But we. Our intro video to our set, mm-hmm. we had a like we made a, a short film with like puppets, really? like actual puppets. <laughs> so we so yeah we got to keep them after. So I took it to Coachella with me this weekend, and I've been like learning how to oh do my gosh, puppet. That's yeah, so um, fun. how to be a ventriloquist. <laughs> so, I like yeah. that. That's another hobby. Yeah, that's that's my new hobby. I guess I'm just learning how to be a, the the puppet guy. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take a really quick break yeah, no and problem. change topics a little bit. We're gonna be talking a little bit about. Producing music and yeah, all that because it's very it. interesting. Oh, yeah, totally. So uh, stick around and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to UCLARadio.com. You are listening to an interview with OK. My name is okay. Anna. And we were just talking a little bit about um, him as a person, more than, you know, just a little bit more about you. Because I feel like DJs aren't really, I don't know, I feel like people don't really know a lot about them. I know. The struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Is that something you notice a lot? Oh heck yeah! I mean, it's a lot of like putting on a putting on the face. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like oh shoot, I walk outside, I'm gonna be okay now. <laughs> well, more like in I guess settings for that. So like, yeah, oh, I'm going to the club. Oh, I'm going to this festival. Oh, I have to be the artist. You know? Yeah. So it's like another. Like kind of like Hannah Montana. It's like, it's yeah, like- exactly like <laughs> Hannah Montana. I'm literally Hannah Montana, <laughs> minus the wig. Minus the wig. No wig, sorry. Because, uh, yeah, I've actually noticed that a lot. I feel yeah. like I have to do a lot of research to know about, like, <laughs> certain DJs and stuff rather than just kind of, like, Justin Bieber, for example. Yeah, everyone it's, it's knows everyone who he is. Yeah, but that's another struggle is, that's like, true. everyone already knows. Yeah, very, you know? very true. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your producing music and everything because I yeah. think that's super interesting. I'm hey. not a really creative person, oh. so I'm really interested in – how you kind of do it, and you're not right. like a normal DJ. You don't just kind of make tracks. You sing, you play yeah, instruments. Yeah, yeah, play ins- Well, I mean, I DJ as well. Yes, no, and, totally. And I'm doing a lot of DJing this year, actually. So okay. Um. Yeah, so I, I did the live show. Basically, I did that at Coachella. I've done it at um, Firefly Festival. I've done it at a lot of music festivals or across, you know, the United States. Mm-hmm. And I, I even took it over to Asia. I did Korea at the Olympic Amazing. Stadium there, and I done. Um, in China so yeah so it's been a nice balance between you know being a DJ and a live performance act and Mm -hmm. the front man essentially of okay you know yeah um that was it's it's an interesting (laughs) it's an interesting balance (laughs) yeah but yeah but you know I'm learning how to go back into DJing and just like having fun with you know making edits and like Mm -hmm. cool you know Remixes. Stuff. Yeah, because I, I play in Vegas a lot. So I have yeah, a residency I out there. That. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do like Daylight out there. I've done Win and Encore before. So I was at XS. You know, I was like always hanging out because I had the residency with like Marshmallow, 
Diplo, Skrillex, Chainsmokers, yeah. you know, um, Kygo. There's so many names. Very but cool. um, now I'm like with Rick Ross, Duke Dumont, you know, so it, it's nice to like have that medium. And it's like, oh, I'm yeah. making all this cool stuff for like DJ sets now. And mm-hmm. like now I'm starting to produce, you know, trap stuff and like that kind of music again, more club stuff rather than the stuff I've been putting out recently, which is more musically driven. Oh, it's yeah. a song. There's not always a drop, you know? So that's you know a little bit. So which one do you feel is easier to produce or to write and everything, the whole process? Oh, man. I think now, <laughs> I mean, now it's a little more difficult to, uh, I, I guess, make club music that is up not up to par quality-wise, but, you know, um, you, these kids are just making music that is just you know they're they're getting really good at it yeah. <laughs> and no, I, I like I've been focused so much on like the music live parts and mm-hmm. you know so I would say like me now it's just like how do I make myself sound as clear and as you know quality as the stuff that's coming out now so I think going back into it I think DJing and like making club music is a little harder okay just because it's like you want to feed that crowd and that fan base but you don't want to make something type. that's too different you know well not not too different but you don't want to make it sound like everyone else's stuff yeah you want to make there's it a lot of that going around a lot of like just kind of oh this sounds kind of like <laughs> that one or that one yeah, yeah, yeah kind of same sounds yeah you know? so how do we make new sounds for that that's like the new challenge okay so you know making music you know like for me songwriting is one of the hard like not difficult but something that i've you have to practice you know oh, you really, have to get sure. better at it and you have to like learn how to put you know different words together and what you know sounds like yeah. Oh, how, how do I create a cadence that, you know, attracts so many people? Um, that is a completely different monster altogether. So, you know, mm-hmm. like going from one to the other, it's just like balancing. I would say, yeah, definitely making club music right now is a little more difficult just because it's very... You have to all, set yourself yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, you have to no, set yourself it. apart. Yeah. It's a, it's a bigger challenge than most people expect. So where do you turn to for inspiration when... Writing. Oh I listen to a lot of not dance music in my spare time. Okay. I like I like a lot of like indie rock. I like a lot of you know, I listen to a lot of um, like Mac DeMarco, James Blake. I like okay. um, the new Vampire Weekend that just came out. Um, Blood Orange is awesome. What else is really cool? Oh, I saw Unknown Mortal Orchestra, and they were so amazing. And I love them. Tame Impala, that kind of Tame stuff. Impala. You know, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's the stuff I listen to at home and like when I'm like running my errands. Um, only because that's the stuff I want to grab inspiration from okay. going into the new stuff. So, and that and hip hop. I like a lot of hip hop right now. That's, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, for the songwriting process, how right. does it, how long does it take you normally to like write a single song? <clears throat> um, it really depends on like the atmosphere of the song. You know, okay. you know, I can make something that uses like more minor chords and, and more, you know, black keys essentially and uh, mm-hmm. more sharp notes so you create a different mood you know every song has a a mood to it Mm -hmm. um it can be as easy as making a loop and then just completely just keep singing over the loop until you come up with something that like makes sense Mm -hmm. or you have to write the whole song first and then the lyrics come after or the lyrics come first okay so it's different it's every every song has to be approached differently totally if you're working on a huge single body of work, like an album, mm-hmm. you kind of have to have a sort of mentality going into the project. Okay. 
So it, it really depends. Like right now I'm just working on singles and making music. I don't, I don't want music to feel like a job for me. I want it to feel like, yeah. I want it to feel really like important. fun, you know, mm-hmm. I want it to be fun. So that's like right where I'm getting back into music. I've been, you know, working so hard on, <clears throat> on, uh, you know, live performance and, you know, Coachella took like three months out of my life, you really? know, perf- you know, rehearsing and planning. Yeah. So I haven't been very music writing driven recently. Okay. So I'm finally getting back into that. So, I mean, that's a lot of what I'm going to be working on, you know, as of recently. Like, before I got in the Uber here, I was, like, writing lyrics. Like, like oh, oh I got to go. Shoot, I'm going to be late. So, <laughs> you know. That's really cool. Yeah. So, for you, what was the most difficult song to create? Um, Not most difficult. I'm, I th- Most difficult emotionally was uh, the first song you played, uh, Back again. Back again, because that was about a, a friend who passed away from. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a car crash. So, you know, that was definitely the most painful song I had to write because it's like that was like my therapy tool. It's like how do I not lose it right now? You know. Okay. Yeah. How do I put this? How do How do I make this healthy? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do I How do I express myself in a healthy way? So that was like the hardest song for me to write. Okay. Like because of the circumstance but mm-hmm. um i i think the the longest song for me to t- <laughs> the longest song was definitely thief that was like okay. a three-year song really like, three yeah, years three years Dang. and not because it took three years to write yeah but it took three years for me to be ready to put that song out you know what okay. i mean like yeah. i didn't know the world was ready for that only because i didn't know if they would accept it you know not because they're they ain't ready, they ain't ready for this one, but more of like I don't know if there's even a fan base like there's a crowd for this kind of music. You know what I mean? Well it was more out. yeah, it turns out there's <laughs> there really yeah, is. It really is. It's a really great song. <laughs> so, you know, that that was the probably the longest, most difficult song for me to like come to terms with. Okay. Essentially, you know. It'd be like ready to be like, All right, yeah, all right, it's time, let's put it out, let's go. And so how do you know like when a song is finished? Like you're like, Okay, I don't want to tweak it anymore. because you know, like yeah uh i guess you can never tell you know because you can always add something cool or always Mm -hmm. change something you just have to be confident it's all about the confidence factor rather than if it's actually ready you know if you feel like it's ready it's ready okay um the thing is you have to trust yourself it's a lot of self-trust it's like do i think this needs anything more no okay is anyone around here to tell me that it needs something more no so all right, let's just go, you know, because yeah. you could be in a room with like five people and then someone wants to give their input. Oh, I think you should do this, you know, and it takes longer and longer. Totally. Like for me, I work by myself mostly. So okay. with collaborations, yeah, it could be a little different. Yeah. But for me personally, when I write a song by myself, I just have to trust myself. I'm like, totally. all right, this is it. It doesn't need anything more. All right, moving forward, just mix and master just and just clean it. it and put okay. the artwork, let's go, <laughs> you know. So with collaborations, what was, so you've collaborated with a lot of really, yeah. Big names like Marshmallow, Jaws, Diplo. Mm-hmm. So for you, how is it different collaborating with a DJ compared mm-hmm. to like someone who would sing the vocals to your song? Um, well, because I mean, everyone has an opinion, and the thing you want it to sound like both of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you find that medium? How do you find the balance? And like, how do you find that's you know the center point of mm-hmm. both personalities and both styles and put them together you know what i mean so i think it goes (laughs) someone has to write the song first i mean if you're both writing it together like from scratch it's always a little i feel like it's always a little bit more difficult Mm -hmm. just because there's so much 
potential yeah. for any way it could go. Totally. For me personally, I like to bring something something to the table. It's like, hey, I made this. I think it would fit well for both of us. So you like come up with things. I before. like to come up with an idea that has potential for you know. It's like, hmm, I like this and I like where this can go, but I think it needs something. Okay. And that's when it's like, all right, you know, I I you know I I made this with the intention of sharing it with someone totally. so I can be like, all right, let's, you know, because I can always say like, oh, let's collab mm-hmm. and then I'll have anything to like propose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me personally, I like to like create a song or something first that with an intention of like, oh, this can go, this has, you know, yeah, potential anywhere, you in. know, it's like, I try to leave it like an open road, you know, okay. it's like you pick your lane, you can go and, and drive on that one, but here's the track. That's you know, really here's cool. a driving track. So Which that's for you want. mostly with DJs. That's how I. That's how I usually like to work. Okay. Pers- that's me personally. Yeah. So I can't speak for how other Everyone. people do it, but that's how usually I come to the table. I like to bring something to the table. A lot of people like to sit down and try to create the table. Yeah, <laughs> you know, try to me. how do we build this table from scratch? <laughs> you know, which is cool. But I like to bring the table. I like to to bring yeah, you know like something on the table. Yeah, yeah, I like to be prepared. Okay. Um, oh, that's. So that's my, I guess, that's the way I do it. And that's my advice for people who want to collaborate. Always have something to bring to the table already. Because that's it really makes it easier advice. and it makes people more excited to work with you because they're like, oh, I don't have to make the drums. Or, you already did it. Yeah. Sick. Cool. Yeah, it makes it easier and more people yeah, wanting and, to do and it. Yeah, they can get more into the creative part of writing the song. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your performances. Yeah. So you performed at Coachella. Coachella. Two was it two three weeks ago? Last week. One was last week. Oh well, today's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Last technically. Yeah, I would have gotten back yesterday from Coachella last week. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? I saw that you said that you wrote Thief after your second Coachella. Yeah. So Coachella was like, well, that's why it was so personal to me. This one, like Mm -hmm. you know, for me, it was always like. I've been to like a lot of raves and stuff before and like you know I've been to music festivals but never to that caliber or like that organized or that well put together and like I've never seen I've never seen a concert or a festival where everyone brought everything they had they're literally like I'm bringing it all they're bringing their own production they're bringing their own you know lighting they're Mm -hmm. bringing their own stuff to make the show the best it it was just a talent show the most (laughs) creative people in the world you know what i mean and that was so inspiring to me it's like how do i become that how do i get there how what the first thing i realized was the fans who went to go see the artists that they were that was playing it took no they didn't even have to say anything (laughs) they can just play the first two notes and people go crazy crazy you're like i don't have to the song speaks for itself so (laughs) how do i create a song yeah exactly i can totally say so how do we create a song that speaks for itself yeah how do i capture people and make people excited in two seconds so that was my goal and that's like how thief came about you know and like after that you know i went to um i did that was like 2014 2015 Mm -hmm. um oh it's 2000 yeah 2014 coachella um 15 i didn't go 16 i didn't go so i didn't go for two years um, 17, I went, I did Heine Content. Um, it's okay. really cool. And I, you know, I got to go around the festival, walk around, you know, cause it's, in, it's inside the festival. Yeah. So, um, the second time around I went after making Thief and it finally being out, you know, mm-hmm. from the first time I made it, 
because of Coachella. So I came back and I was like, wow, like this song brought me here already back. Like, so it's funny. Circle. It kind of full circle the yeah. first time. And I was like, okay. So when I was walking around watching other acts, I was like, I'm. it's enough, but it's not enough for me. Yeah. Like, I need something more. So I was like, what's going to set me apart from just being a DJ on a stage to watching all these other acts who have like live performing, like, elements like they're playing instruments or they're singing they're how do i do that now what's how do i get to that step yeah now? what do you need to do okay i played i played the heine content which was awesome forever thankful for that moment yeah but how do i get on like the big stage always i don't and more. i knew it wasn't going to be djing you know oh, you i did. i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't think djing was going to be it like for me because okay. i knew i had something to offer i just ne- needed to figure out what it was so I was, that was my next step. I was like, how do I create something that would get me up there? So mm-hmm. then I started doing the live show. 2017, hey. 2018, didn't go. I was like, all right, I've been working. I've been touring this whole mm-hmm. time. Like, you know, I was focused on Miami Music Week, which was like the first time I did the live show without uh, the DJ table in front of me. Okay. So that was my first time fully exposed with just a mic. What was that like? Nervous. <laughs> I was really <laughs> nervous, you know, because I didn't have a backup plan. Oh, if something yeah. were to crash, I would just be standing up there with no music. That's I scary. I never thought about that. No, yeah. yeah. Well, with the DJ table, like I had like CDJs just in mm-hmm. case, like, oh, I'll just DJ real quick and like uh-huh. fix it. Yeah. I didn't have that option. Ooh. It was scary. <laughs> yeah. So that was, you know, that's what I was working on during 2018 Coachella. Okay. And 2019, halfway into 2018, I think like November. Hey man, guess what? My agent calls me. Oh my Got gosh. you Coachella, dude. And I, I didn't freak out. You didn't. I didn't. Really? I didn't like. Oh my god! You know, I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah, well, I would work my butt oh, off. Totally. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, like, okay, it's finally ready. Because I feel like if I got that opportunity the year before, mm-hmm. when I just first took out the, the um the you TJ table, the it was around the same time. I would have been too nervous. I was doing I was just doing I was doing ultra and I was like it was nervous I was super nervous but like yeah. like Coachella would have been like even more exposed I'm like oh god we're not ready for this so a year later we finally do my first bus tour um, with Bonnie and Clyde who are really awesome with Holly and Dan- Denmo other artists and um, we finally said oh yeah we're ready so that kind of like prepared you a yeah. little bit for it mm-hmm. and then we had a uh, two three months and I. I Took off a whole two months of shows. I said, no, nope, I'm not mm-hmm. doing any shows. I'm not, I'm not traveling. I'm not touring. Just prep, prep, prep. Prep, prep, prep. Did rehearsal, did choreography, brought in dancers, did, uh, you know, brought in new lights, started building. I'm like painting doors and stuff now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was a really cool element. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I always wanted to, I just, in my, I had a dream that I just opened a door and I was at Coachella. And so I made it happen you made in real life. It. You brought yeah. it to life. That's really awesome. Yeah. So that that's my story of Coachella. It meant the world. Yeah, so it was really personal. And I was like, oh, this is as full circle as it comes. You totally. Know I mean? yeah, yeah, it was like, it could not be more wholesome. Like, <laughs> everything's going, like, you know, the first weekend I was nervous as hell. I was going to, like, throw up. <laughs> and the second weekend I was like, ah, right, let's go. Yeah, let's run this pumped. to the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was really interesting to see you go both ways. Well, congratulations because you, you did amazing. Oh, it was so I got to see him live. It was amazing. I thank had you. so much fun. It was yeah. It was definitely my my proudest moment of my life. I could say that. That's for sure. amazing. Yeah, that is so awesome. Many and your set itself was so cool. Like your big <laughs> okay letters. Oh yeah, the inflatable letters. Like, yeah. How did I love you come those. up with that? Um, 
I actually got some inspiration from Steve Aoki. Um, he, okay. a long time ago, I think it was like 2014 or no, oh my gosh, 2012. Wow. 2011, 2012, he had these LED letters mm-hmm. on stage and I loved how it looked because yeah. I went to school for graphic design and like typography and like I always found like a connection with the visual aspect of the of, of a word or the power of a word. Yeah. You know, like how do I make a word more powerful than it is with the design of the letter, you know? Mm-hmm. So I saw him do that and I was very inspired and like I didn't think, you know, I mean, now, like, you know, I was touring and doing all this and saving all this money. I was like, okay, well, now I can come up with something that kind of represents, you know, my love for letters. So, boom, 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 boom. That was a really cool letters. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, thank you. And they go down, they come up, they they move. It's really cool. It was really awesome. It was really fun. And then with the graphics that come behind, you know, on the screen. Yeah. Did you design those? I I designed a couple things, but I'm um, the creative director of, pretty much all okay so you know i was working with people from london um Mm -hmm. on getting some designs in. i have an in-house design team with my management my brother even helped me he's a he does um illustrating and cartooning um so yeah really creative family yeah very um my my dad's a bass player my mom's a singer so everyone in my family is just art 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 art. um and yeah so you know having all these people and having all these people like working with me on this project, you know, I, I didn't feel alone and I felt like very, very in control of everything. And like mm-hmm. very, it, it, everything was just like connecting. Everything was working well. Everyone yeah. was getting along and everything was, everything was just happy. It was always happy Aww, going into work. That's and, how like, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had a giant warehouse. We were just like grinding every day. I'm actually putting out a documentary um, this week. Really? Yeah, this week uh, about Coachella. So Where we'll be we'll be it'll be on it. YouTube. Okay, but it'll be on all my socials. You can check it out on my Perfect. Instagram, um, my Twitter. There'll be a link there to the video on YouTube. Um, you can just look up OK on YouTube and yeah, everyone on my check profile. it out. Yeah, check it in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, so my documentary will be up there about how we kind of put the show together. That is so exciting. Yeah. That is Very really exciting. awesome to have that like with you forever now. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Most people like want like pictures and videos of or or something or like the you know i was talking about people who's like save their wristbands you know like, yeah, I like I oh that's like do that i was like that's the way people remember it yeah. but like i just make documentaries instead no, <laughs> i was like yeah, i was gonna make a document that's way cooler than just keeping the wristband you know <laughs> so like that to me is like kind of what i wanted to do um going forward so i'll be explaining a lot of that in the video like okay. kind of how we put everything together and yeah doing a lot of green screen stuff and like doing choreography with the visuals like it's really interesting it's really really cool awesome so you also have um a couple more festivals coming up yes i have hard summer coming up yeah we just announced that and uh electric forest is coming up um beautiful life is beautiful yeah so it north coast chicago i'll be out there for that um yeah it's exciting oh yeah next week i'm in i'm in japan edc japan that is, you just don't stop. I oh never my stop. Gosh. Yeah, this in like two days I'm in Philly, so I'm mean, I'm doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> like, but it's definitely I've been home more than I I usually get to, which is nice. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, must yeah. be such a like nice I'll go to change. Japan for like four days and I'll be back for like a week. Like that's sick. <laughs> you know, like all right, I'm a just week. gonna stay home I for a week. I would need like a month. Yeah, no. That's crazy. Sometimes I only get like three days. You know? How do you like keep up the energy and everything to be able to? Well. I mean, I lost 
I don't know if anyone remembers me from like three years ago, but I lost like 60 pounds, 50 pounds already. Wow. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'll show you a photo. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, one of those things that was like, yeah, endurance is like key and like everything. Um, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, you look I was like a completely I was like, different yeah. person. So I was, I was like 200. When was this? That was like three years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So that was like, yeah, I was like 210. Now I'm like 170, 175. So I'm still going, but like now I'm at the point where I can like start doing cardio and like, yeah. all right, like actually trying to like build muscle, <laughs> have like a personal trainer and stuff. So okay. that's what I'm working on right now. But a lot of that is just endurance. And mm -hmm. like, honestly, like, you don't get to sleep a lot. Like two, three hours is like enough for you to get to the next show sometimes. Like crazy. when I go to China, I'm doing like three shows a day. Like I'll be, I'll do a festival in like Creamfields and like Hong Kong. And then, oh, all right, we got to go catch this flight right after my set to go get to the nightclub at another, like literally halfway across China. That is like, insane. Sick. <laughs> and then we get there and it's like giant billboard of my face <laughs> and people like cut out cardboard, like with my wow. face on it and like lo my logo everywhere. And like, like a, literally like, the size of this wall, just like all of it is just okay. It's like, dude, it's crazy. That Insane. must be so crazy to yeah, see. Yeah, I get like eight personal like <laughs> security guards and like people wow. like, oh, yeah, with like earpieces <laughs> and stuff. Like it's crazy. That is, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's I pretty, don't even know how to react to that. Yeah, I know. It's so weird coming back. I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> back in LA. Where back in LA. And so many people are. Like <laughs> Everyone's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you prepare for... Like, how is it different preparing for Coachella compared to comparing to preparing for a hard summer or life is beautiful? Is it well, a different for me? Thing? How do I get so confident on stage for Coachella where I am positive that I can do every other festival in the world? That's where I wanted to get. Okay. I was like, how can I make sure this is the coolest thing you've ever seen? And like, how can I make this work anywhere? That was my goal. And now that I'm comfortable, like with what, you know, I wanted to like set my standards really, really high. high yeah so like that's where i'm always supposed to be you know what i mean and that's yeah. how i keep progressing so for me it was like all right if we kill coachella if we make this the coolest show ever then we can build off of that yeah. and start changing things and make things you know experiment and like add new songs and you know change things around and and, and do things that can propel the show even farther and farther how, how do we add more dancers how do we mm -hmm. do this and that you know so Right now, it's like figuring that out, you okay. know, because right now I'm doing daytime show. Like I'm doing festivals during the day and like yeah. this and that. But after this, I want to like go into, you know, back into like venues and do things that, you know, doing stuff during the day and like thinking about, oh, the sun's out. So how do we make the lights work? How do we make visual into the night thing? Yeah. It's like completely different monster. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So there's so many more elements. Um, So those are the things that we're thinking about right now. It's like moving forward. It's like, all right, cool. Now. Um, how do I change things around? How do I work on my new album and make that a part of OK Live as well? Okay. So, you know, so those are the the differences. Um, you know, I'm doing some DJ stuff too, so that's fun, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm going to be playing a lot of new like trap stuff that I'm making and so yeah, I'm excited to, to yeah, literally to. something for everybody <laughs> right now. So I'm working a lot of like hip hop and like R&B stuff it's really cool. and then like doing like indie rock projects and then trap music. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. So you mentioned your new album. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all. I mean, I just got back. Like yeah, It was totally. last week. And before that, 
I was on a bus tour mm-hmm. before I, you know, I did a bus tour from last year into February, like wow. literally for that, that long. That- Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, it was nice because I was like, I had a bed to sleep on every night that mm-hmm. I was familiar with, you know, yeah. like it was con- it was a consistent, mm-hmm. it was a consistent like schedule, which is awesome. I never yeah. get that. Um, so, you know, going into that, you know, I was like, I got all my shows out of the way. I was like, awesome. I was getting really good at, you know, okay live and yeah. like performing because I was doing it every night on the tour. Mm-hmm. And that got me excited to like start focusing on the next part for Coachella. And yeah. that was like two, three months of my life. Like, all right, let's, let's knock it out. Mm-hmm. You know, Beyonce, I don't know if you saw the, the Beyonce Coachella thing. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, she, she did it for like four months straight. That like, I did two months and I was dying. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Couldn't wait for it to like, yeah, come literally, out. like, I get it. Like, watching mm-hmm. that, per, watching that documentary, I was like, oh, yeah literally the same life like yeah what she was doing i was doing exactly the same thing that's crazy like, doing the same thing as literally <laughs> i was literally doing the same thing as beyonce <laughs> i just like amazing. was not a mom so i'm not a mom sorry uh <laughs> uh so yeah more power to her but um yeah that's how it was like and then so i haven't had time to sit down till this week like literally yesterday monday oh, wow. was my first day in the studio yeah that so crazy yeah yeah so day two i already have a, another song that i just I'm almost fun, uh, finished with. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go home and probably finish that after this. Awesome. Literally. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and play it this weekend. See how it goes. Really? Ooh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to get some footage. Yeah. No, definitely check out my Instagram when we post footage. Oh, of it. I 100%. Will. So that's my goal for uh, this week is to finish that song. So I have something new to play this weekend. That is so exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. Getting back to my album. I'm going to start working on that now that I have time. Finally. Swag. Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone. Get ready for that. Is it coming out? No, uh, probably would, in a while. I don't even know yet. Yeah, I would say <laughs> I would really say I would say next year, but well, the process starts now. Yeah, something to look forward to for another Heck yeah. Year. But yeah, I'm gonna be putting out a lot of singles, doing a lot of remixes, oh, awesome. doing a lot of um collaborations and mm-hmm. um working on my uh, working on my uh, label. So oh, I'm really gonna be exciting. putting stuff out in there by uh, a lot of cool artists and be collaborating with them and like doing some vocal stuff on some artists that I'm putting out on my label. So yeah, awesome. I'm, my, I'll be around. I'll be yeah, around doing totally. things. We're totally. all going to be looking You're forward to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you'll be hearing a lot of me. So thank you so much for coming. This oh no, amazing. This is, this is a blast. I've never been on the UCLA campus. Yeah, I'm glad I was able yeah, to bring is, you on. This is so fun. So thank you so much. I really appreciate. You guys it. have a Taco Bell on site. That's yeah, lit. we do. I love that. I might right get downstairs. that. I might get that. <laughs> a Pan Express sounded smelled good. Ooh, you know we have we can choose. You have. Oh, uh, we have options. options? <laughs> oh man, you guys have Chipotle. No, we don't. Dang it. But we you can like Postmates, right? Campus. Yeah, yeah, you can Postmates that. Yeah, totally. True. So thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. My name is DJ Anna. I'm okay. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>